Welcome to the Paper Dungeon Podcast. With the success of the revival ritual to bring back Melora, the party reunites and catches her up on the events that have occurred following her death. After this, Fate's Gambit is invited to a banquet held by the high people of Wisteria Vale in order to celebrate the ritual's success. Will the party be able to use this ritual and the allies gained from it in order to face the oncoming storm? Find out in this episode of The Paper Dungeon. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Paper Dungeon. We're doing episode 13 tonight. Um, we do have a few announcements to get started with. First and foremost, um, as you guys can see, Lydia is not here again this week. Um, she's going to be taking a few weeks. Um, we don't know quite how long, but she's going to be taking some time to work through some stuff. So we won't see her for a little while, but we are uh, missing her and we're looking forward to having her back. Um, with that being said, we're not going to start with Drew because that feels a little too much like replacing Lydia. And I don't like that idea. So we're going to start with Grant. Because you started Grant, last week. No, started in reverse. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Today I have soup. You know what's great about soup? It's perfect all year round, even when it's hot. That's my opinion. You know what else is perfect year round? Podcast listening and YouTube viewing. If you do that to our stream, we appreciate you. What a um, lead in, bro. And <laughs> one day way. I hope to see you live. We're live every Monday evening with the main campaign. You could show up and literally see our faces and voices in real time. And not only you. that, you could put words in the chat that we see, um, well, as well as other people who are there. It's you have cool. to be here to admire Grant's fire setup. Yeah, All right. I, I just updated it. Podcast listeners, it's really cool. You got to be here great. to see it, he's, though. He's the only one who looks like a streamer here. Yeah. You, you know what like else is person. great? The rest of us look like, blur, <laughs> like blurry, like light washed old no, man. You guys are great. I, I you look guys are great. so white. You really do. I look like Drew in <laughs> season one. We really do need to pick something. <laughs> chapter one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, chapter one, Drew, <laughs> when it glowed. And you know what else is great about being live? If you have Amazon Prime, you can sub for free. Oh, that's You heard nice, me right. Bro. You can support the show and get our cool emotes for free with Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, uh, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Help us out. It would be great. Um, yeah, that's that's all. Glad you're here, guys. Good job, Grant. While we're talking to the podcast listeners, just so you all know, you just missed, as Grant was making his announcement, was finishing his announcement, he, without skipping a beat, adjusted his camera, moved a candle, ate some soup. You, you got to be here live. Flawless It was impressive. Well, I can see on the frame, Drew's framing of my screen is just slightly different than the cropping of my frame. So I always adjust it slightly to make sure everything looks perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what wow. I was doing there. So, awesome. so, my, so, so in other words, I'm not good enough for Grant. <laughs> hey, I never said that. That's reading between the lines. You just implied it. <laughs> That's just you're just extrapolating a little bit. Aaron, you, no, you do great at your job. All right, it's my turn. Sup, everybody. I'm not as sick this week, so theoretically, Ooh. I'll be more lucid. Pretty pumped about it. Um, speaking of being lucid, that's a terrible segue. Um, <laughs> we have a website, <laughs> and on that website, we have a merch store where you can buy cool merch that has our logo on it, other fun things. We've got like hats and shirts and all sorts of stuff. I think we still sell coffee mugs. I'm not entirely sure. Um, speaking of merch stores, although Lydia is not here, her store is currently still running. Um, www.lydiacorin.com. You can buy her art and that she has already made or commission art from her. You should do that. 
because Lydia's cool and makes good art. All of our overlays, all of our character art has all been done by Lydia. She's very good at her job. She's very, very good at her job. Um, other than that, we also have a Discord. And that Discord, pretty snapping. Um, recently, because I have been getting more time to be able to do cool stuff because college is slowing down, I've been back in there streaming some games with, with a couple people uh, back in the Discord. So we're starting to pick back up that stuff. Our community like what? Really what, awesome. what game have you streamed oh, recently? Oh, man. Uh, sadly, I've been playing on PS4, but my good friend uh, Ryan, a.k.a. Mickey Dar CJR, which also streams on Twitch. You should totally follow him. We've been playing some Overwatch 2. Wow, um, the new game that's hot. Gaming, if you like that game. Yeah, we've been gaming yeah, pretty hard. That's awesome. Um, so check that out. Also, if you uh, are a subscriber to our Patreon, if you are a patroneer, um, it is very important to be on that Discord because, uh, well, subs need to be there. Patreon. We appreciate you too. But subs will get some access to some of our Patreon stuff that we will release to the um, Discord mm -hmm. subs only. So you better be there if you're a subscriber to our Twitch. Mm -hmm. Shout out to our Patreon. Well, you we'll get with Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, it's also very exciting and, and important because um, our uh, Abanthe, Triple Wits, and um, Yes. Edward, one Edward. shot should be released to our uh, subscribers here soon. So very exciting. It should be at the beginning of next month, probably. Is that this week? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, something like that. You like Men in Tights. You'll like that episode. Oh yeah. Whew. Yeah, very exciting. So much spandex. <laughs> um, Drew, you guys, you're gonna have our last announcements. Hi guys. Uh, if you are watching this and like the content that you see either tonight. Or from previous episodes, uh, check us out also on TikTok or YouTube Shorts. Uh, there's little little fun clips and segments of the of the main show, and even some of the side shows and one shots that we've done. Little cool fun moments. Uh, also check us out on stuff like Twitter or not Facebook and and in Instagram. That's the thing, right? <laughs> or not? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's Instagram. Yeah, we still get emails from Facebook. They're like, "Wow, Paper Dungeon, you're doing great on Facebook." And I'm like, "Don't lie." Don't, don't lie to us don't, you have, don't. well here's just the thing want to keep is people we there. get one page view a month and that's a hundred percent increase from what was the last week let's so go that's, that's fair um also about uh tiktok and stuff um since lydia is taking some time uh output of that has been slow and it will continue to be a little bit slow because i am going to be attempting to make them and i am not good at it yeah, Aaron. and I have no idea what I'm doing, new, and I've never done it before. New media manager, no, it Aaron. Could be real bad. Who, who could have seen this coming? Uh, not none of me. Us. <laughs> if, <laughs> uh, if any of our any of our Twitch chat viewers uh, know how to do TikTok stuff, feel free to contact us on Discord at the Paper Dungeon. I'm sure Aaron That's would love some interesting tips. idea. I, I would yes. love help. Also, shout uh, shout out uh, just some things on the side. If anyone's an, a RuneScape classic as expert. Uh, hit me up because <laughs> I got some plans, but that's besides the point. That's personal stuff. This is a paper dungeon. We've got a game to play. We Back do have you, a game DJ. to play. And I think we have said everything we need to say. Yeah. So without further ado, Drew, roll the clip. The Welcome to Nico Muris, a world of lost legend and forgotten lore. As the world, still recovering from the decimation of the trial, approaches the turn of the century, 
ancient evil returns with a lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us into a planar conspiracy as powers beyond your imagination plot the downfall of all that is right and good. Three years have passed since our heroes fought a war to reclaim a fallen land. Now, they must once again take up arms and write a new story, a tale of glory, fear, and fortune, as they make their way through the Paper Dungeon. And we are back. We're back. Very exciting. So very exciting. Are is it exciting? Are we sure? I hope very. I'm pretty disappointed, not excited. Honestly. Why are you here? Go away, bro. Nothing. It hasn't even started, Aaron. Don't sip your soda condescendingly at the beginning here. <laughs> so in Hold our on, previous wait, episodes, real quick, Drew. Oh my gosh. And by that I mean DJ. I wish you'd make this concise. I, I have I, bullet points this time. I was I'm supposed to not ramble. Last week we recapped like the past five episodes. <laughs> Wait, We're did like you just accidentally beginning. misname our DM? Look, I was yes. looking in Drew's glorious eyes. Okay. Was I, every, time, every time we stall, DJ gets visibly unsettled because he's trying to start the episode. <laughs> so here's a little behind the scenes. For those of you who are curious how I DM, I do virtual notes. I have a I have a template that I make, and there's a little recap thing right at the top where I'm supposed to write the recap before the session. And I, I usually don't. I usually just leave that blank and then wing it. But I have I noticed that they have slowly gotten longer and longer and longer. And so this time I put four bullet points <laughs> to try and keep it concise. So that's really we'll good. Do it. Sounds good. Uh, really light good. him up. Keeping it real today. <laughs> light him up. You got this, champ. <laughs> you the. <clears throat> okay, we're starting now. Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh, Deep breath. God. Here, do you want me to recatch you in? <laughs> yeah, here, come in, come in. Just a second. All right. Also, I apologize. We are professional strip. I swear. No, we're not. No, <laughs> we're not. I'm ready. You actually okay? All right, all right. Give me the cannon. All right, all right. right the, the hand of uh, God from five. Of the That's men. so long. All right, and we are back. <laughs> so, our party has been uh, making their way across the plains on a variety of different adventures. The most recent of which has been recovering the dagger of first death, this uh, legendary artifact um, produced by Asmodeus. Uh, that will help uh, Renaya be able to take care of some of her personal business and release her soul. Once they had gathered that, they returned to the material plane where they decided to have a little R&R. They uh, relaxed, they rejuvenated, they sat in the sauna uh, until Abanthi made an amazing comment that sent Cather over the edge. Cather took off, um, Renaya went to go console him, and as they were conversing, they uh, ran into or found, or really Kiyomura found them, but their long-lost friend Kiyomura uh, was reunited with them. You all talked, you enjoyed each other's company, you grilled him on where he'd been for the last three years, um, he answered, 
And eventually he revealed that what he'd been trying to do was resurrect Melora. Uh, he'd, done, he'd been trying to do this through a number of different ways. He'd met with clerics. He'd met with the Fae. Uh, he'd met with uh, all sorts of different powerful beings in an attempt to kind of uh, appease his guilt by, by bringing back Melora. And eventually, this journey led him to the city of Wisteria Vale, and specifically to the founder of Wisteria Vale, Wisteria Vale herself. Um, they struck up a friendship and eventually a courtship. And along the way, they were able to find um, components and a path that could allow for this um, goal to be achieved, a ritual of sorts that would allow um, severed souls or souls that are being kept by specific people to um, re-enter a body uh, similar to a true resurrection spell, but allowing it to kind of work around some of the um, restrictions that can sometimes be in place with the way that souls are kind of divided in D&D. And so he informed you all of this, and he asked you to join him as they were ready to perform that final ritual. They'd done the tests, they ran the calculations, and they were confident that this was going to be the test that would truly work. So you joined him going to Wisteria Vale, you met her, uh, you met up with your uh, acquaintance, Adelar Crave, a man that you've helped before in the past, and he helped you um, get to Sigil. Acquaintance, I feel like, is an appropriate word. More like burgeoning enemy. <laughs> uh, maybe perhaps uh, maybe for Abathy, he has strong opinions. No, Abathy is Benefactor. just a enemy. Sugar but daddy you guys in met some up ways. With your benefactors, acquaintances, and friends, just put everybody in there, um, and went to the altar of Elmar, um, a uh, very holy place, an altar devoted to any and all divine beings, um, not devoted to any one specific being, which is important because um, you can't have any devotion to one being when performing this ritual. It has to either be none or all. Um, there's no in-between. You arrived at the altar. You um, carried the components and the uh, simulacrum of Melora up to the top of the altar, and the ritual was performed. It took a little while, about four hours in total to do, um, at which point you guys talked, you walked around, you um, spied on each other, basically. Played but some after tunes. four hours, the ritual was complete, and Melora took her first breath on the material plane for the first time in three and a half years. And what was her first words? Uh, where am I? What's going on? Something like that? No, should've, I'm pretty sure. Said, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I'm pretty sure we we like clowned about it, and then you joined in. So I think technically, Dinefesh. I would like to believe that her first word back was bread, bread, <laughs> bread. Uh, <laughs> but she took her first breath on the material plane. You breath. guys talked <laughs> for just a little bit. Um, before uh, deciding to kind of group up together and really hash out what's gone on. Um, we stopped there, um, hoping that Lydia would be able to join us today. Um, but that is where we will pick up. So, Cather, Edward, Abinthi, Kiamora, Renaya. You were all kind of sitting in a circle, cross-legged, um, along with Melora. Um, she has Ginger in her lap. 
Uh, she has um, fresh flowers blooming from her hair. There's the faint scent of cinnamon, as you, if you will all remember, um, mm-hmm. that is constantly surrounding her. She has her oath bow off to the side. You can see um, she does not have any of her other personal belongings um, outside of the clothing given to her. So it's just the oath bow and her clothes. Um, I, I, and I assume the oath bow is still broken, right? The oath bow is not broken. No, it was it's, fixed. Oh, it was fixed. I missed yeah, that. Yeah, the magic. When they shoved the soul into it, it made it whole. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, uh, I leave the floor to you guys. She's sitting there patiently waiting. She's, we'll say she's drinking some tea. Sure. Edward made it. Yeah, Edward made some tea for everyone. Sure. Of course, it's oolong tea. Of course, it's her favorite. I don't actually know if that's true or not. I don't so I, I'd like to think that up to this point, I mean, we kind of ended up on a pleasant note. I think last time, you know, the scientists did their thing, talked to her. We were like, we yeah. had talked to her, made our things. I'm imagining maybe we're laughing, having a good time. Um, <clears throat> so Edward will kind of offer awkwardly in the middle of a lull in conversation go. <clears throat> so um, what exactly was it like after, you know, Zastari? Well killed you what was that like I don't remember a lot um also Hannah if you're watching I'm really sorry about wrecking your accent oh, I'm gonna send her a compilation of your bunch I'm so sorry um, <laughs> fish about it a fish uh, gonna text her right now <laughs> yeah, call her up Put DJ on blast. Please do. <laughs> uh, I don't remember much. It was dark and there was, I think, a forest around me. Forest was good. I think I might have been in the Feywild. But. Should be in a purple cocoon thing in a castle. I'll be honest, I I almost said something as Aventy, but in the accent of Melora, because I was, I was still in this. I was, oh, that's an interesting story you're talking about now. While she's talking (laughs) about her death experience, Aventy's making fun. Continue, Melora. You know, I mean, don't listen to them. That's basically it. Um... My experience after death is unmemorable. And Grant expected more. <laughs> well, you know what, Grant? Maybe the DM didn't plan for us to ask that question. Look, okay. Or, here's or maybe the thing. she's not floating soul in the Feywild yeah, being imprisoned by Zestari. Exactly. It's logical. Um, I'm fine with it. I just anticipated yes. something. <laughs> anyway, uh, so... If that is the case, what, what do you still remember everything before that, though? Before you died, meeting I all of the all of the Ooh, group and kind of everything that we've done together. It is foggy, foggy. It no, is you're doing great. Foggy. You're doing great. You're doing great. Foggy. Keep it up. Uh, Confidence. It is foggy. But they are returning slowly. I remember all of you, and 
I remember our adventures. I remember crushing a dragon. Multiple times, if the stories um, are correct. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I recall you we, going off oh, with yeah, people. Oh, yeah, the three of us totally did kill a dragon. Insane. Oh, there's a, we they killed, killed a dragon dragons, today. So many dragons. I think there's three? Maybe four. Three. I feel uh, like you guys didn't tell me how many dragons you killed. Well, let's see. We, I mean, we've killed at least two. Trek killed one. <laughs> Terracolomos doesn't work for the record, or doesn't count. We, no, we did that. We did we not were get there. that marker. Yeah, no, we, we killed, were there. We killed after. the black dragon. The kill faded, long faded. And we then, killed um, Thor Dune. And then we killed. And then we killed uh, one other one. I don't remember. His we name. killed one in the war. In the war, yeah. Yeah, you killed. That's the all besides dragon. the point. It it's was, nice to know that you almost killed the crystal dragon, but that one got away. You know, I I have expected yeah. Malora to be like, when I was dead, I had this vision. Grant's um, fishing so hard. <laughs> He's like, but hear me out, though. What if Malora did experience something? It's just like... Anyway. I, a lot has happened since then. We have much to catch you up on, but I'm very happy that you have your wits about you still. I was worried you'd come back not entirely whole in mind or heart. It's good I, to see you again. I mean, there's many holes in my memory. Eric. I'm sorry. I, I know, it's terrible. I know it's terrible. No, uh, it's great. There are many holes in my memory, but I think they are <laughs> Look, I'm laughing, but I'm muted. You guys, I know. What is, what's up with you guys? just like belly laughing. I, I, I love this. I think it's completely acceptable. Well, it's going to have to be because that's what I got. So I like well, it. Well, I'm not laughing you know at the accent. Um, um, Something else entirely. And, and these, the, the, these gaps in your memory, are these like... Do you, from what you know, are they like events that's after you met us or before or things? I remember. I remember a little bit about before. I remember. I remember when my family died. You didn't talk it. about that much before either. By the way, uh, DM, in case you did forget, uh, back in the day, Catherine was the only one who knew about Melora's somewhat sketchy life, like part of yeah, her life. Yeah, we, we knew remember. like we knew like ideas of like oh there was problems with her family or whatever and she feels guilty but like other than that yeah but cool but, Great. but Cather is the Mike one who actually, like she actually told like hey by the way I, like i think i killed my family no what <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. we all knew this yeah, i i dropped that out of game mic drop but you anyway. what <laughs> just kidding Oh my god! But the only reason I bring I that up is because 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 now Cather doesn't know that. So if if oh, that's that something fair. if uh, that's something uh, that uh, Lord would then notice, she doesn't. So the beauty of it, for both plot reasons and my own convenience, 
is that she's a little confused right now. So Great. she doesn't quite remember who knows what. Perfect. Nobody That's quite fine. Care. I want our I family to, is I just dead. Want to, I just want to <laughs> Abinthi will speak up and say, "Oh, um, but you do remember? I uh, just to clarify, you do remember Katha, though, correct? You like you know who Katha is? I do. Katha, have have your memories of Malora returned? Your memories of me? I was gonna, well when I you died. Get to that later. Well, at a later point, it, oh, shoot. I was gonna, you know, maybe in you a more a, private moment. I, I so overstepped my bounds there. What? What I do you mean? I'm so sorry. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> that was really un- not tactical. Before we, okay, well, th- I mean, this is fine. I mean, best part about it was I was about to reveal some plot info, and then you interrupted me. It was great. <laughs> um, no. So That's some what context. Some some context, Melora. Um, so as Edward mentioned, it's it's been a while since since when Zestari killed you. Uh, it's been specifically about three and a half years. Um, three and a half years. Shortly after you had died, um, we, as a as a party, were uh, called back to Athala um, to help in a, a war to retake Ocleron from the onslaught of fey and undead creatures. Um, during that journey, uh, after returning and kind of regrouping, we decided to try and gain some new allies in the orcs uh, from the Crimson Wastes. On that journey back from the Crimson Wastes back to the front lines, uh, we were attacked um, and all of us almost died, actually. But luckily, um, we were able to come back from the brink. However, during that process, both Edward and Track had to be revivified, revivified, and by myself and Renaya, and in doing so, had to sacrifice something in order to get them back. Um, Melora, uh, or so Renaya had sacrificed her memories of of Lada. And in turn, Lada also forgot about Renaya. I um, had sacrificed my memories of you um, at the time. None of so... us thought that we would see you again. Um, so you don't know who I am? Well, kind of. I, um... And I just kissed you. Oh, right. it, gets, it gets much worse. Um, anyway, so... <sighs> after that happened, some context from the others, I at least have an understanding of the kind of relationship that the two of us had, that we were very, very close. And I more recently remembered when you died uh, by Sistari, kind of the emotions that I felt in that moment and um, that helped give me the understanding of a little more of who we were to each other, which is part of the reason why I I wanted all of this to work was so that I could 
get to know the person that I once felt so closely to. Um, the word is loved. It's, it's, uh, you're looking for the word loved. Uh, yes, thank you, Aventy. No problem. I, I forget words all the time. Um, however, um, I am committed to somebody else right now. Pin drop. <laughs> I see. Um, she scoots a little farther away from you. That's good, okay. That's a good reaction. That's good. Um, and the rest of you? What's happened to all of you? Oh, well, I have all of my memories. I, I remember you. I, <laughs> I mean, we're cousins. <laughs> and I, we are. <laughs> also, I kind of, I kind of run Athala now. And oh? the orcs have their own land in Aklaron. Thanks to Trak and his uh, sacrifice for them. Um, and I've overseen. Oh, we haven't. I was, I was, Gosh, yes. I, I was going to touch on that before it's you mentioned. Tough, right? Sometimes I, I you got just it. don't I got realize it. <laughs> that sometimes they don't. It's, I got I, it. I, look, I'm on your side here. Look. Uh, but yes, Trak. I, I got it. I got it. <clears throat> You see, Melora, on that eve, when we were facing one of the anathema. She doesn't know what the anathema are. It's a, group a very powerful wizards. wizard. There's the a lot of them. The they're, they're behind. Thank you, Aventhe. They're behind Prazius. There's a lot of things going down now, apparently, that they may or may not be involved in. Anyways, there's one of them, very powerful, worse than Prazius, if you can believe it. Smarter, anyways. And well, I was, I died as he had mentioned, as well as Cather. Who else died? Well, this is actually a different moment I, than what I was referring to oh, before. Geez. Oh well, I had died. You died. And well, something had to be given up. And track and track traded places with that. Traded places with me. Thank you for helping me out, because I couldn't remember quite exactly yes, how When I attempted to resurrect you stand normally, yeah, that she had nothing to give. what you told me, yes. um, that's how I know And My, my favorite thing is he, Grandma's like, he, guys, 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 I got it, I got yeah, it. I got yeah. it. Wait, what happened? He, <laughs> he, Wine? He, you know Tarak. You remember him. Tarak gave so much for us and for what he believed in. And when it mattered, he gave himself for my life. And it's me who sits in front of you instead of him. And I'm forever in debt to him for that. So he didn't die for no reason. And in some ways, he's still here with us. I see. Havel just got killed by a sea monster, but well, that Malora, was... Malora was around for that. Oh, yeah, I, but you were here for that. <laughs> Good job, Edward. <laughs> Poor Havel. <laughs> um, I know that that's a, obviously a lot to unpack and 
I mean, feel free to obviously take your time with it. Um, and but, this is Abanthi. He's with us now. But, um, yeah. you. Uh, um, yes, this is... Yes, you helped with the ritual. Yes. Yes, yes, that was me. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of an arcanist myself. Um, I have a debt to pay, and so I'm here to help um, Fate's Gambit. I almost called them Destiny's Gamble, completely different group. Fate's well, Gambit with whatever they need. appears that I am now indebted to you. So no, no, you. not at all. Frankly, the success of this ritual is enough of a benefit to me than, than anything else. So consider your debt cleared. Although if you do feel indebted, I won't deny you doing me a favor sometime in the future. Well, plus, honestly, we wouldn't be here without Kiyomura's urgency behind the matter. Yes. Yeah, really, he's he is the one who did a lot of the legwork to make this possible. Yes. From what I understand. He convinced us. Kiyomura kind of has been looking down, kind of keeping his eyes down. I'm... Yeah, I... I felt that I owed you. So. I'm glad you're back. And I'm sorry I couldn't help sooner. That was key more. I could tell. Yeah, that, that was Grant's great. Confused. What did Melora do for Kiyomura back in the day? Well, back in the he day, be she, she dated his boyfriend. And, and she is also... Uh, was also one of his oath keepers. Yeah. Oh, Melora was in a, the Melora freaking. Melora was the freaking Cather's oath brother. Graveyard. And Melora and Cather are his two best friends in the world. Melora mm -hmm. died, uh, and then Cather died. Then Cather came he was back. Responsible yeah. for both of that. Or Cather that came back. Demi got status. But he got back after Kiyomura left. Mm. So. Well, that's awfully sweet of Kiyomura to bring his friend back. What a loser. I really. Kiyomura's a sad guy. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway. So, is there anything else Jeez. that I should know about immediately? Uh, um, Ginger's mm -hmm. a 20th level druid. We have a we have a keep. It's it's ginormous. And yes, you have a memorial there. Yes, and we have plenty of guest mm -hmm. rooms. You could you could stay. You could you could stay in a guest room. We have plenty. And uh, we have a we have a ballroom. We have a kitchen. Uh, remember all the sauna. riches we found. In we terms of plot relevance, though, um, Renaya, I hate to take this from you, dear. Uh, Renaya is currently uh, ensorcelled by the demon lord Baphomet, um, and we are on a, a quest to eventually destroy him to place Renaya at a place of power. Uh, and then remove the shackles binding her to this uh, uh, demon lord form. By the way, she is a de demon lord, and just so that way it doesn't blindside you out of nowhere, I am dating this lord of the sixth day of hell. For the record, I'm dating nobody. Hey, that means he's available. She's I say cousin. towards the guards, hey, he's available. Don't worry, he's oh. new. It's so Aventhe. He says things. He says things. So you have a keep, and you're dating whoever the Lord of the Don't Sixth Day of Hell is. Don't just Glacia, Lord of the Sixth Day of Hell, yes. Glacia, and Rini, you are dating... Grotz, still. Grotz. Oh, you guys actually 
they got together. That's good. Oh, they're oh. beautiful couple. You uh, should yeah. see the art. <laughs> <laughs> and you're dating someone. Um, a god, actually. Man, I'm just <laughs> dropping bombs out of nowhere today. I am so no, I sorry. I wasn't gonna say it. I wasn't gonna say it. I could, I could, I could sense, I could sense the 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 sass from DJ from Hannah, from Melora. <laughs> Can I say a thing real quick? And no one's stopping you. So far, this episode feels so off the rails, but I really want to emphasize how weird this is. I mean, yeah, percent. <laughs> this is <laughs> none of us like none, none of us, us saw expected this. Coming. this. Here's Melora. Um, yes, we've all done new things, but you know this adventuring stuff, the, th the things we did before. I honestly, I feel like this is a short-term thing again. You know, we we all recently met again, and it's because of well, the dealings in the Fey, and I I what don't think you. Oh, well, so right. what Edward was trying to get at, and I was going to follow this up, uh, currently, the Anathema, we mentioned them previously, they were the ones behind Prozius. They are Killed working me. together with the um, Arkfey and we think the Demon Lords, but we're pretty sure that they're still working on that. Line. Well, yes, we're trying to prevent um, a f an actual alliance between the Demon Lords. And yes, they the are Arc trying Fae. to have just a full-scale invasion, we think, of the material plane, uh, the Arkfey have opened up all borders, so things are just going real wacky with the teleportation. Uh, and I have a theory that that might be Kiyomura's fault inadvertently by attempting to resurrect you, but that's just my own opinion. Kiyomura's like, bro, what the heck? I mean, that scroll had to be real bad, right? Like, you've got to admit, the scroll's got to be bad. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I couldn't There's read it. No I'm sorry. No. I don't. No, I can't, no, no. I I'm not. Read it. I'm I not blaming you. Look, I've I'm done. I'm feeling worse. a little attacked here. Okay. No, no, no. I'm a little, I'm I'm, a little defensive at the moment. I'm just saying that we need to examine all possibilities to potentially prevent problems in the future. And That's I'm just saying that obtaining and understanding the scroll at some point in time may be advisable, um, because probably. just the correlation between you give scroll to Arkfey and then shortly after Arkfey open up portals to other dimensions is a pretty crazy coincidence, right? All right. Well, yeah, I suppose you got the fact, the fact of the matter, Melora, is that it seems as if, again, something is happening that is threatening the material plane, our very existence. And it's an unfortunate time to be resurrected, maybe, but you're here now. And while we, we're grasping at straws in some ways, we're trying to think of something, anything we can do to prevent what seems inevitable now, which is the, uh, maybe the, you know, siege on the material plane. I know it's a lot. Okay. Um, it would take me a while to process all of that, but I'm gathering it, I'm understanding um, I know this seems rather off topic, but do we have something to eat? I'm I have a spice pouch. Uh, <laughs> I, I, Cather pulls out a couple rations. Uh, and oh, we can do better than that. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna search through my pack that I assume I have like 
uh, a lot of dried like meats and vegetables. Oh yeah, you that got could jerky. be reconstituted into uh, like an actual jerky. meal. Was, this is an interesting question. Was Ballora vegetarian? I can make do with anything, dog. She, I've got lentils. Yeah, she didn't eat animals. She thought it was like kind of messed up. I think. Yeah, I know that she didn't kill plants because Track wanted to chop down a tree, and she was like, "We don't do that." She's here. like, <laughs> "Yeah, I don't remember for sure." Um, yeah, canonically, I think yes. Food. Um, and she is just starts wolfing it down. Um, uh, some wolfing. of the members of the Order of the Chosen. You guys make enough food. Once you start making, oh yeah, some these food, guys. Everybody's kind of like, oh yeah. We Does should... anyone have anything else to throw into the pot? I've got a kind of hot pot going on right now. You can pretty much. I've got a couple of different things. I think they call spices. those hot lux. I'm just, I'm just throwing. I'm like cumin, paprika, <laughs> like just wham, wham out of the spice pouch. What? You are the salt yeah. guy. Um, I am salt bear. It's an so, old meme. Well, that is all happening. Um. So, um, kind of moving on to a different topic. Um. What do we want to try to do now? That's, I mean, we've kind of succeeded on our recent endeavors of getting the dagger first, first deaths. However, we can't really use it to fight Baphomet yet because even still, we probably will, could still die to Baphomet pretty easily. Oh, and totally. Plus, to be fair, we didn't really all agree to doing that quite yet. Right, exactly. If we did that, we would definitely start chaos and war in we've got enough days. problems um, know the rule. I have an idea but I'm not sure if anyone else would be super down with it I don't even know if it's a possibility Kath, I would love to talk to you about it just in private at some point in time real quick Melora have you do you I... remember any sort of purple glowing chrysalis perhaps just a side question any memories of that anything strike any bells I wait. Hold on, she's thinking about it. Let it happen. No, hold on. Let it get through. I asked this question. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, okay, that's that is actually something. It. Oh my goodness, this is why I remember. It's foggy, but it was a long time ago. I'm going way British. Um, no, it's, it's okay. Just foggy. do whatever it's, is it's natural. Foggy. Is Malloy's Malloy's original body in the purple chrysalis in the Feywild? Huh? It was Professor Plum with the crowbar in the library. <laughs> it was a long time ago. I I worked with Zestari. Ooh. We were close. Quite close. It was after my family died. She took me in. I became an autumn daughter. (gasps) Wait, the things Track would go on about. He was... He was right all along. Shh, you were. Shh, 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 let him follow the thought. This is a big deal. We can ask questions later. Let him follow the uh, Okay. Continue. Sorry. A part of Zestari's personal guard. And her and I became very close. She was almost like 
another mother to me. And then I saw that the chrysalis, purple chrysalis. Yes. Do you know anything about it? Think very, very carefully. It was precious to her. She she had made a vow to protect it. A vow to a, a goddess. Oh, ah, that was loud. I don't remember who. And I don't remember what's in it, but it's dangerous. For who, do you know? I, I just, I could sense in... A, a desire from it to conquer, to rule. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. It was a long time ago. I can't really remember, but it was disturbing. It's okay. Um, feel free to take your time and think about it. Come back with okay. any more information that you have. I'm, I'm sure that it will probably be completely irrelevant. Melora. Now you can go why, questions. Why? Why didn't you ever tell us about this? I don't... I don't think I remember it. You didn't remember? Hmm. I so, think I remember... That when we were traveling together, there was a hole in my memory. Things I didn't quite understand at the time. I think I mentioned that to you, Catherine. Do you... Do you know when? Like, when you mentioned it to me. I don't remember when she said it, but I, I think she had mentioned that she, she had elapsed in her memory. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm pre. If I if I recall correctly, she had she had told Cather when they were imprisoned together by Prozius. I know that um, it was not on stream. Yeah, she had, had also said. Yeah, I think it was when Prozius was torturing you guys. Yeah. Didn't she oh, yeah. also say it was a large span of time, yeah, like surprisingly it was large? Several decades. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And, and DM to clarify, like. From that time of us being imprisoned, I I recall being imprisoned with somebody. I just don't recall it being with Laura. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, that's that's so curious. Uh, you 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 couldn't remember then, and then you're in Cather's vision, and then you're with us, Zastari. Why would why would she go back and find you? There's there's got to be more pieces to the puzzle here. Uh, clearly, you were important to her for some reason. Well, maybe it was something you did, or, or, or. Well, my guess, uh, my guess would be, Edward, that perhaps that is when some plans started to uh, take shape, and Melora at that point was a loose end. That was my point. And what if Melora, for some reason, was the reason they were afraid? Maybe Melora, for some reason, is a key to maybe 
beating the Fae. That is possible. And as, as a reminder, when I recently went to the Fae, I saw this purple chrysalis in Zestari's castle. You were in Zestari's castle? Yes, Man, I, do you I, yes, not I, listen? I told you this when you guys first found me. <laughs> Darn it, guys. I'm sorry. Um, it's fine. I don't Laura know what this purple chrysalis is. It's fine. You had a lot going on. Laura, you I, Laura doesn't know, so I can recap anyway. But when I Sounds was... Sounds like side mission loot. When I was invited to go there uh, a couple months ago, um, and I nearly... And I escaped just barely with my life. I did see some sort of purple chrysalis in her castle still. Perhaps it's the same one. Also, this is uh, very reminiscent of, see, see, this is Aaron's natural strong suit of talking to NPCs in video games and understanding the correct keyword to put in to get them to give you a plot point. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> um, and this chrysalis, they're protecting it, it sounds. Do you think... I mean, we have the dagger. What's another... What's another powerful item? I mean, I think the chrysalis is a bit big for us to steal. Well, oh. yes. If we were to go there, we would probably have to destroy it. That would be the the ideal plan. Um, and I but... Do any of us know what it does? Abbot, well, you it seemed contains interested. something very dangerous. I don't... I'm, what I'm afraid of is that whatever's in there... It's not protecting it. The star is not protecting it so it can grow and nurture and become stronger. Perhaps she is protecting it so it is not unleashed. Ah. Uh, I don't know I if don't... we want to destroy it. I, I don't know. Any, I mean, we don't have any information. Like I mean, this. we don't. All right, that well, doesn't. To me, that doesn't make any sense. And it was a deal with a goddess. To a goddess. And they hate the goddesses. They Could hate you all remember goddess. which goddess? No. I mean, oh, no. who would okay. want to make a deal with a fae? Okay, at this, at this point, uh, Cather is going to is gonna separate from the group just momentarily and just kind of meditate Kneels a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he is going to try thing. to commune with both Atrasil and and uh, uh, Adaria. The triune of death. Well, okay. not really the triune, but specifically Adaria because she's a goddess. Um, a goddess. But yeah, he's gonna he's gonna just try to reach out and be like, "Hey, do either of you have a moment to to talk a little bit?" Yeah, hey, you have you to make up? A deal with Jastari. <laughs> WYD oh, question uh, mark? Heard your parents aren't home. What are you wearing? Ew! Shut <laughs> up! They're gods. <laughs> um, Call me well, he's trying to commune with uh, his girlfriend and his girlfriend's aunt. Um, nice. The, <laughs> the rest of you guys. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, oh, geez. Uh, Abanthi doesn't have anything particularly planned to talk to Malora because he doesn't know who Malora is. Mm -hmm. Um, or at she's the moment, off playing Edward. with Ginger at the moment. Yeah, uh, Abanthi or Edward will say a thousand yard stare very um, quickly. Uh, Edward will say, "Well." The chrysalis, maybe it's besides the point. The fact is, Malora, you're here. And maybe if you're up to it, you can help us. You can help the world once again. Uh, you can stay at the keep in the meantime. We'll make sure it's a nice day. Uh, while I you get your memory back and whatnot. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. 
It's okay, um, Abanthi. But Abanthi will also double check to see how much of the ritual can be reused, like, and what stuff he may need to perform it himself. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you, are you just going over to, like, the oh, artifacts? Yeah. Are you going over to the thing? Are you talking to Adelar? How you doing? Uh, I'll, I'll stop by, I'll do the, like, totally doing my own thing, but in reality, I'm, like, looking over Adelar's shoulder to see... <laughs> Like what he's got going on. Go ahead and, and make I'm, a perception check. I'm just gonna check all of the fancy fancy magic stuff as well to see like is this still in repair and everything, all that jazz, and all that jazz, all that jazz. I thought I'm it, gonna I hit the town. Uh, a sad fourteen. Okay, um, it's hard to look over his shoulder at his notes, especially being like inconspicuous about it. Um, I'm not really that inconspicuous. I'm Abenthi. Like, what are they gonna do? <laughs> Adelar will be writing some stuff down. Uh, Abenthi, do you need something? Oh, I was just wondering. I noticed that you were double checking all of the equipment. How much of it is reusable? Do you know? Like, is this a consistent, uh, like, sustainable um, effects? Very little can be reused. Oh, that's devastating. Is it at least the cheap stuff that's broken? <laughs> unfortunately, no. The soul cage could be reused, thankfully. That's unfortunate. Um, but uh, my understanding of the ritual requires that an item that is specific to the person you are trying to bring back is required, um, such as the oath bow. Oh, so yeah, it would whatever. be very difficult so, to do on mass. I mean, I suppose if you were yes. to find a relic of a person. Yes, so to bring back someone you have to have something of theirs um the oh what was i can't remember the rare form of audronite um zestorite or something like that yeah something um, sprite oh it, it's vape vaporite vaporite vasperite no vasperite. Vasperite. that's what it is because uh, we made vaseline, vaseline, the vaseline joke yes vasperite um the vasperite cannot be reused either Oh, that's devastating. Yes, it makes it very difficult. I have a slight question regarding that. Do you think, I know that Vasperite has incredible properties when it comes to necromancy, but do you think that with simply a large enough power source, it would be overcomable? Potentially. Um, it would be very dependent on the nature of the power source. Uh, I'm sure if you had some divine champion of sorts that was able to harness its uh, perhaps radiant magic into it there's potential hmm. but I fear that traditional forms of arcane magic would be subpar how far back are you considering traditional Um, it's segment. I suppose modern traditional. Um, I don't so know. Theoretically, how magic if you're able to tap into the source threads of the weave, is that enough? Just theoretically. Like if perhaps an original pool of mana that would be used to create uh, some of the abstract matrix of the weave itself was obtainable. Theoretically, 
I suppose. Theoretically, I suppose, I mean, if you can harness the tools that created the weave itself, all magic comes from the weave, divine and uh, arcane. And so if you can harness what created the weave, I would suppose, I would yes. imagine that would be possible. Man, if only it were, huh? Well, thank you for your input, uh, Atticus Crave. Bye. Adelar. <laughs> Bye. Adelar, yes. Uh, yes. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> now you can get to uh, Drew's dramatic role play. So, Drew, you are communing with the gods, correct? Mm -hmm. Not all what of them, but say? some what of them. What do you them. do? Uh, first of all, what did you roll on your religion? Uh, I haven't rolled it yet because I've been waiting for, you for, for the cue. Go ahead and roll a religion check for me. Ooh, okay, that's not terrible. Uh, religion, 19. Okay, and who are you talking to specifically? Uh, first, um, probably Atrisil first. Okay. Is that the Def um, Trio one? No. No, no, that's, that's a girlfriend. Ah, oh, dang it. Um, you're getting yeah. you're close. You can 50-50 chance, you know. <laughs> Sorry, right. To be fair, it's Atrisil and Adaria. So I know, they're yeah. so close. And they're related. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Cather's dated both of them, kind of. <laughs> He's been in a relationship with both of them, for sure. <laughs> He's been in a committed relationship with both of them. Yes. Yes, that fair. is technically true. That's, you know. Fair. One of them didn't end well. So you're, you're uh, talking to Atrisil. Yes, first. Uh, Atrisil. Um... Do you know of any, well, I shouldn't say recent, but it seems that um, at some point, Zestari uh, made a deal with a goddess in order to guard some strange uh, chrysalis uh, in her castle. Um, do you know of any what that could at all be, or when that might have happened, or who. The chrysalis itself, um, apparently, whoever is, well, we don't know what is holding, but it seems to emanate this aura of this desire to conquer and to gain power. Anything that you know would be very helpful. You hear a voice in your head a few minutes later. I will meet with you later. Nice. Oh, okay. All right. Um, great. Uh, after now that, in a meeting. <laughs> Well, that's not quite that what that means, but TTYL. <laughs> uh, yeah. After that, uh, Catherine will regroup with everyone else. Um, um, well, I don't have any information right now, but I will in a little bit, um, if possible. I think it would be would be best for us to maybe get back to the keep and try and regroup yes. a little bit and make a plan. That would be nice. Um, Lori, you're gonna love it. Kiamor kind of pipes up. I don't want to prevent you from going home. Um, but 
we were planning on kind of having a um, banquet in honor it's of... It's been a while since I've been to a banquet. A ba- like honor- what kind of banquet? A banquet of souls. A celebration. <laughs> <laughs> we were planning on having a celebration since the ritual was successful. Yes, um, but celebrate. I, I thought, that sounds plot relevant. I thought that I only we brought my keep, casuals. I thought we were trying to keep it, this whole thing on the down low, though. We are. There's not going to be hundreds of people there. But a private banquet. Where did and you choose uh, uh, the 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 pearl Sam? Did you choose uh, the golden grape? Oh yes, which, which, the golden which grape, form? my favorite of, of, of banquet halls. It would be at in Mysteria Vale, is what I'm saying. Ooh. And so, um, we would love to bring you back with us. Uh, yes. Abinthi, how quickly can you make a tire? Um, for who? Tire? A tire. Like clothing attire. Are you oh, asking tire? Tire. You said not, a tire. Not a tire. No, a tire. How quickly can you make tires a wheel? Um, uh, for yourself or for, for well, for ca- everyone kind of looking down at himself at the I mean, like full armor. Dashing. Like I, I mean, Let's I go shirtless. I, I don't think this would quite be fitting for uh, a banquet fair. hall. You have a, I'm glad that you have enough sense to know that. And By the way, Edward, I'm pretty sure I, I, I already okay. sewed some form away into your shift. Uh, yes, I, I, yes. Unless you would like a new set, I'm, I'm willing to go all out. Oh well, I've been thinking of maybe getting some red, in, in some a uniform, some, some red and gold, perhaps. Exotic. Oh, maybe silver. It will be a perfect, <laughs> perfect countermeasure to my green. Um, Abinthi will uh, pull up. He will say, um, Abnesht, and his uh, pack will rise off the ground slightly, and he kind of swivels it around and pulls out a little notebook. Bless uh, you. He starts sketching um, <laughs> outfits and says, um, do you have any preferences? And, and who will go? We're not going to role play all the preferences of everyone. Oh, that'd be um, so fun. The Lord does speak up. Would you be able to make me some clothes? My dear, I've been thinking of it the moment that you took a breath. Because frankly, you you could use some help. (laughs) A green dress. You loved that thing, remember? We could make you a new one. I don't remember a green dress. (laughs) Wait, am I wrong? No, you're right. She did have a green dress. She just doesn't remember it. Trust Emerald trust Abinthy. He's he's great. He's great at what he does. Forest green Abinthy. It so speaks nature. Going? I mean, we'll go to the banquet, of course. It's of incredibly course. plot relevant. I mean, we're here, aren't we? Well, we actually have to make a three days travel back to Wisteria Vale, but... Now, real quick, you know Cather, what, Cather? can I please ask you to, de- to doff thine armor? Because um, in order to get proper <laughs> measurements... Wisteria, are you going to be wearing the we armor? We could all be and... matching. Can we Wisteria get matching clothes? At this point. Um, I hate to interrupt, but we uh, are ready for our teleportation. Right. This is our chance. This is our chance, guys. I saw from chat from the anchored Anki. 
this is our chance to get matching clothes. Okay, well, I mean, all of us matching clothes. Matching clothes. I think, I think black, maybe red, gold. I think yes, like, like maybe oh, like. Come on now. A theme. We're not all. I'm not We're matching. We're all matching. Edward. Grumpy old dad. You, you guys are gonna have like branded colors. It's gonna be like base gambit gold and oh, oh yeah, some red. We got. Have red. has been working on it. <laughs> to, to present, he has a slideshow prepared, and it's he's like just been Edna working Mode. up the guts to present it to Edward. It's like, <laughs> like when Edna Mode out. shows Helen all of the I family have a whole clothing she line based off of the Edward brand. Bro, Edward would faint. <laughs> so exciting! But yes, we go uh, through the teleportation of course. circle. Yes, yeah. hopefully uh, we make it through fine with all the fate business. Ah. Oh, I've been working wet. I don't know if that's because I'm stronger she's, she's or better. Well, we've Dude, had some fair. problems at the keep. You're lucky. We had to assemble multiple different mages to put ours together. It took, it was, it was frankly a hassle. Don't even get me started on Jerry. He switched around the room so many times. Is that the but... hard hat guy? Yes, it absolutely is the hard hat uh, guy. I don't know how he was assigned to the teleportation circle. Total miscap. <laughs> I can't. I, um, don't even get point, me. I can't even. At this point, everybody else is for days, though. around in the circle as Abinthe and Edward are just like slowly like talking and making their way over, and everybody's just waiting on them. Um, They've been in, in intense teleportation agony while they wait for us to exactly. get into the circle. Mysterio uh, goes ahead and she'll cast the teleport spell um, or the teleportation circle, which everyone will get everybody. Across the plane. What sound the does the teleportation circle make? Really? Yeah. yeah. That just that's it. Would you like something a little? Hello, welcome to the teleportation circle. Yo, that'd where be would awesome. you like to go? I always picture like a Doctor Who esque like wormhole. <laughs> no, like you know. <laughs> the <tardis>. No. <laughs> you guys teleport across the plains, um, instantly finding yourselves back in Wisteria Vale. Um, much welcomed teleportation rather than your three-day journey back to um, the plains. When you find that, when you uh, come back, you are back in um, the workshop up in the sky, and immediately Adelar and Wisteria leave. They uh, immediately start working and writing things down and preparing different things. Um, but the it rest of you the are same. free to do... Adanthi does the same. But with clothes. <laughs> nice. Adanthi finds... He goes, I'm requisitioning this workshop. And then just finds an empty, like, just little unused workshop. And is like, all right, I'm going to need everyone to strip. I need proper measurements. Uh, frankly, Katha, just off of base assumption... You have an incredible V taper, so you're going to be needing a slim. Although most people <laughs> would think you'd need a wide, but trust me, the it look the waist will shine. I will trust your judgment on this, Abanthi. Please give Catherine low rise jeans. <laughs> Can we have a deep V? No, a deep V in a shirt as well. No, no, I'm making, I'm making. Catherine is going to look full on regal. By the end nice. of this, I'm oh. talking. Um, he has a single uh, epaulette held, uh, like shoulder pauldron. Yeah, what is um, it? Like what like is pauldron? You're Absol saying yeah. words that nobody knows. Well, I'm sorry that you don't know what I'm saying, <laughs> that's not my fault. Um, 
frankly, color-wise, that'll be up to you. I can work with whatever you want. It's uh, up to um, all of us, because we're matching. Oh, don't, I'll get to that. <laughs> we all have a matching theme, but it is not centric towards the items. So that way, if we are Like alone, the Power Rangers. Yeah, in, in a way, but not at all that. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Aventy, you gather all of their uh, their measurements. You get some design aspects. You go through all of that. Um, but yeah, um, the banquet's going to happen in probably a day or so. Um, so you guys have basically a day to um, explore, talk, hang out. Um, what would you like to do? I know exactly what Edward does. Edward's got it. You go. <clears throat> But anybody's free to go before me. No, 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 no. Take... You do your thing first, because I know I know okay. what's going on. All right, perfect. Edward will actually approach the members of the Chosen. I'm assuming they have rooms together or whatever. I, I want to go see them or one of them, whichever one that seems mm -hmm. like the leader, if if that's even important. Wait. Um, the two of them are going to leave, um, and then one will stay. Um, Perfect. And so, so uh, it's going to be Mustafa, uh, Vivian, Vivian or, or Evelyn. Evelyn. Um, uh, Vivian Redwood would be the one who would, no, no. Yeah. Vivian Redwood would be the one that would stay. She's the one in charge of the weave. VR virtual reality. Let's go. So, yeah. um, Mustafa perfect. and Evelyn basically took off as soon as um, you guys got back because they had to go inform the Chosen. Um, but the rest of you, uh, or Vivian, is still with the rest of you guys. So how much time has passed since we got back? Did we just get back? We'll say it's been a couple hours. Okay, so Edward, so there's a formal way that the Chosen address each other. Mm -hmm. Typically, it's in the form of leaving some kind of note, right? Mm -hmm. The note itself isn't particularly incriminating. If anybody's, like, reading it, they won't know what it means. Yeah. Um, it just sounds like a typical note. But, you know, it has a little sigil and all that stuff, so they know who it is. So Edward does that. Edward makes sure a note gets to them to meet mm -hmm. him at a particular inn that he had located from talking with some people. The Golden Grape. The Golden Grape. Sure. Um, it's a quite nice establishment, actually, somewhere where they know they can speak with each other and the the terms of the meeting won't be shared. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So Edward has ordered a Merlot wine. Very nice. And is sitting with, with the chalice in, in his fine clothing, waiting in the back oh, for Redwood, Vivian, or yeah. whatever. Um, after a little while... You do see uh, Vivian um, walk in. Um, she has, you know that she's wearing um, kind of like ceremonial armor. It's not very, um, and it's, it's probably utility. Close to like a plate mail. It's like not utility. Yeah, it's not utility, but it's not also like, you know, full plate, golden chested, you know, yeah, it's, kingly. It's ornamental. Yeah, it's very ornamental in places, uh, but she has kind of the cape um, and the rest of her clothes. Um, she's got, she has very, uh, long, very dark hair, um, that is usually put in a braid off to the side, but right now she has it down. Um, she walks in, uh, and sees the innkeep, uh, a pretty tall gnome. We're talking probably like a three foot tall gnome who is wow. been kind of directing you guys, um, directs you, directs her over to you, which when she comes over, um, 
Might I join you? Ah, yes. Vivian, was it? Yes, you are He Edward. stands. Yes, Edward. It's it's. Thank you so much for taking your valuable time to meet with me today. <laughs> he does, I don't know, some kind of chosen, you know, handshake yeah, or something. They dap it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a great time. She sits please, down. Please, please sit. Yes. Thank you. So well, what is it that you wanted to speak to me about? You weren't very specific in your message. Yes, well, there's plenty that we could speak about. And, and quite frankly, I wish we had more time, perhaps, to talk. It's not often that I meet another member, but I have a request. I know it's not typical for members to make quests of other members like this, but at the very least, if you could ask the council... I don't know what they're called. The higher-ups, if this is... I don't know what they're called either. I had it written down somewhere, but... If you could at least ask or or see to it that somebody is sent, um, I have a request for you, if, if, if that's fine with you, of course. Um, I could put it in. Fantastic. Because I know it's a favor. So, as you're aware, the... Orcs were instated in Alcleron. Yes. And and quite honestly, to me, for obvious reasons, I am very grateful for that. And I care very much about their happiness and longevity here. But as you've probably heard, there is a lot of misunderstanding around the topic. Surrounding peoples, kingdoms, higher higher classists, noblemen. There are a lot of people that are concerned about their longevity. But our culture, I want you to understand. I don't know how, what you think of it, but Tarak, who I know you know about, taught me a lot about it. They have poetry, dance, architecture, they're brilliant in their own way. And they're capable of more than people think. It's a culture worth preserving, is what I'm saying. And in some ways, their culture has yet to shine because they've been trapped in the wastes. Many people think of them as savages, but it's just circumstance. Anyone would become savages in the wastes. And so I have a request. I want somebody to look over the orcs in the surrounding areas. That's been my job. But clearly there's other things happening that I must attend to. And I, in some ways, am not in a position where I can tell people what to do. I'm frankly great grateful that I'm even included here. So if you could just see to it that somebody who understands what I'm saying can take a look and maybe report back to me. Right now, they're in a vulnerable spot. And that wall, mind you, one day will fall. I don't like it. But... As of now, it keeps people at ease. But I'm afraid one day they'll think that it isn't enough. And 
All I'm trying to say is I want somebody to check and keep an eye out while I'm busy. Can you do that for me? I will put in a request. Um, I think what you're trying to do is important. And so I will try and see what I can do. Thank you. Now tell me about your adventures. How did you, how did this all happen? How did you get involved? And I'll, I'll allow them oh, to uh, continue. Yeah. I'm not expecting you to go there. Yeah, they'll continue to talk more about the past, maybe share mm -hmm. some stories, laugh. I mean, it's they can talk bit. about things Edward can't talk about with anybody, you know? So I think, <laughs> no, I yeah, think it's a rather pleasant yeah. exchange though. And then eventually cordially, they'll obviously call it and, and go back to wherever they're going. Mm -hmm. kiss, kiss, and that's kiss. that. Um, yeah, you guys talk, you hang out, you exchange war stories, you lament with each other, you sympathize with each other. You guys' lives are not easy by any means. Um, and you're absolutely right. It's hard to find people who are um, understanding not only of the lifestyle that you live, kind of one of a double lifestyles with um, a secret personality, basically, but also everybody that's a part of the Order of the Chosen was chosen because of status, abilities, or or um, circumstance, and it has put an incredible weight on each and every member's shoulders. Um, and so it's it can be hard to find people who can relate to feeling like you have the fate of the world on your shoulders often. Plus that mutual um, respect must feel so nice because they yeah, both 100%. get it. Also, I guess Edward will also take time now to do all of the informative work that the Chosen would like to hear. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe Redwood will write some of it or whatever. He'll just give them all of the stuff, the statistics and everything else they need about New Athala and Athala so they're mm -hmm. caught up. And, cool. and and that'll be it. That'll be Beautiful. it. That's uh, what yeah. Edward does. Beautiful. Uh, while he is off talking with Vivian, Aventy, did you have something you were wanting to do? Yes. Catherine? Okay. I do. Um, Abinthe, what you got? Abinthe is alone with Cather, getting Cather's measurements for the suit and stuff. Yep, the arms are out. She's like, all right, raise them, lower them, raise them again, lower them again. Um, while he's doing all the measuring, uh, he'll be down there and he'll go, um, Cather, while we're here, I um, raise your hand. Yep. Man, you have an incredible wingspan. Um, while we're here, I had some questions for you. You can put it down now, thank you. Um, some questions for you regarding um, a topic of interest of mine that you may be able to help me with. Um, I know that you aren't currently still measuring stuff. I just don't want to role play it with my hands all the time. You're not currently in a lot of contact with the gods of death. Am, am I correct with that? Uh, yes, that is true. Even though that may be the case, is there, this is a really unfortunate time for the DM to leave. Do you, would you know of any particular way to uh, reach them? Not like in conversation, but to like actually go where they are. Um, how willing are you to die? Preferably, I would like to be alive when it happens. I've, yes, I figured as much. Um, 
unfortunately, as it stands right now, um, I would be unable to pull any favors like that of granting an audience oh, directly with Oh, I'm them. not even talking about an audience. I just literally need to know their location. Um, the Celestial Plane is a big place. Well, the only place that I've ever known them to be is a place that I know not how to get to. Um, the only times that I've physically met them, aside from on the material plane, um, is in a place um, called the Grove. It is uh, specifically the afterlife for the Champions of Fate. It is where I will go after I depart. Um, and there have been times that they have met me there, but they're not always there by any means they if you were to want to directly meet them unfortunately I would be unable to I, I have no knowledge of as to where they typically reside nor do I have any way to ask for an audience currently do you have anything from them that would potentially resonate with their location or plane Hmm. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't think so. DM, right? Like, I mean, I, tr I possess items from them, but like, there's a stag necklace around your neck. But that would take me to the grove, in theory. That one around whose neck? neck? Hmm. So, so. Cather's I'm measuring your neck right now. Cather's <laughs> holy symbol, which you uh the which is the, the head of a stag, um, is he received that in the grove. Um but that isn't but the grove isn't necessarily like the the gods of death don't that's like not like their main place that they reside. Right? Right? <laughs> I mean Anything to get closer to them uh, would be beneficial to me. You could <clears throat> go to a <clears throat> temple <clears throat> and, like, just <clears throat> talk to <clears throat> maybe say a prayer. <clears throat> Are you talking to me? Hey, yeah. DM, DM, yeah? we're getting there, all right? Yes. Let the role play happen, okay? Uh, okay? I don't know if I want to tempt you like that to just smite <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> wait until I have 8th level spells available, all right? And then we'll um. see. <laughs> Now, Abanthi, might I ask as to why the sudden inquiry? Um, it doesn't seem like you have much interest in the gods. No, well, I don't know if that's necessarily the phrase. I have very little favor for them. Um, interest is a different term. Specifically, the death gods have someone that I care very deeply about. I see. So then might I inquire that you seek to bring somebody back like we brought Malora back? Yes. Astute observation. Well, I suppose the only recommendation I could suggest as of right now would be maybe perhaps going to a temple. 
Um, in fact, actually, oddly enough, I myself would like to maybe make a trip to Athala myself for such a task. Can you guarantee that I won't be struck down the moment I set foot in it? Uh, ADM. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... Can I guarantee that you won't be struck down? Yes, what's your question? So, using a, perhaps a form of divine sense, would I get the sense that, like, Abanthi himself is, like, cursed to, like, never set foot in, in like, hallowed grounds? I mean, I can uh, tell you that. I'm not cursed. This is this is me. They inquiring. just don't like me. This is me inquiring whether or not he'd get smited on entering a temple. Um, I can. <laughs> it's hard to tell, you know. Yeah, um, he's you know. Not, there's no, there's no, you know, cosmic reason that you can tell at the moment. It's not like he's marked. It's not like he's cursed, mm-hmm. uh, or anything like that. Um, but you know, he's said some pretty blasphemic things. Since you've known him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't guarantee anything at the moment, but perhaps if you would like, uh, if we do make a trip to Othala here soon, I could ask if they would be willing to speak with you in such a place and not smite you instantly. If you are willing to do so, I will give it a shot. But... Fair warning, I have made, I wouldn't exactly say friends with the triad. Um, I mean, Ozzyolok especially doesn't like me, but that's to be expected, right? Um, he is the most chaotic and he is technically considered yes, an I evil have, god. So I have thwarted Ozzyolok time and time again. Uh, and outright disrespected that's, him. That's impressive. Time. That is actually impressive that you're still standing. Why do you think I don't want to go into the temple? Um, <laughs> I have avoided them surreptitiously. Oh, bye, DJ. Oh. oh God? We've lost, we've lost visual of, of the, 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 <laughs> the song. It's gone. Oh, it's back. Um, <laughs> and I wouldn't, I frankly, I don't remember the other two's names. But the neutral one, I Oracle. wouldn't say is necessarily, yes, Oracle. Not a huge fan of me either. I haven't necessarily done anything, but it's, I certainly haven't been kind. See, and then I have not interacted with the third one really at all. So, well, that one's probably at least neutral. But if you look at the average shift towards negativity, well, if if you haven't managed to get Adaria mad at you, you actually should be pretty okay. I, and to be clear, she might be mad at me. I just don't know. Well, I, on average, I would say most gods do not have a good impression of me. I've cost them a lot of currency at the minimum. Well, I've also defiled multiple temples. As as far as I know, Adaria is not a bet, the betting kind, so... Oh, that's good. That's good. Because she would have lost. Anyway, yes, I would love to go to a temple with you. It sounds like an absolute jamboree. Great. Now lift your leg. Um, oh, <laughs> um, also, while we are on the topic of, of doing favors for one another, 
Um, yes. How can a, li- I help? a little while ago, I'd asked about repairing uh, or reforging a sword. Yes. Um, do you still think you could do it? I could not. Your work could. Right. And Yorick, this is a past compatriot of yours, right? Yes, and it is someone that if I wish to go through with what I hope to accomplish once we go to that temple, I will need to visit him either way. Right. Well, then perhaps this we have a, a few things, uh, a few aligned yes. uh, Plan. goals here. Um, perhaps Fantastic. then... Oh, but no, really, uh, yeah. Also, the re- I the reason promise that I will not actively blaspheme in the temple. Uh, if, if, that doesn't surprise me. I'll put it that way. That's good, you're learning. But I... You can put your leg down now, by the way. Okay. Um, but the reason I do inquire is, well... Given recent events, um, and seemingly the impossible being becoming possible, and the scale of danger we are soon to face, um, we've all kind of said it already, but it is very clear that if we are to be of any help in the coming battles, uh, we all are going to need to get a lot stronger. And... I do think that that will require the reforging of my blade into something new. Into I mean, what's new, I don't know yet, but that is for sure. Your wick is the finest smith I have ever known, and I have traveled. My feet have trod ground that has not been touched by mortal hands since before the trial. If anyone can make you a blade suitable to defeat your enemies, it would be your wick. As long as we can convince him not to kill me on the spot. Uh, alright. Also, so. my camera is Jeez Louise. Hey, you look great out there, bud. Focus. Yeah, you look great. Focus. I can tell it's blurry and it bugs me. Okay, now it's good. Um, well, my name's Blurry Face and I care what you're friends. Great. Well, good. Um, hopefully, hopefully, then we can make a, a journey here soon. Um, that direction. Excellent. Um, well, I will say, I will, frankly, uh, as long as I have the assistance of my uh, fantastic um, second-hand thimble here um, that crawl, crawls out of my sleeve, uh, I will have your outfit with you, uh, to you, within probably an hour and a half to two. Um, we work fast. Uh, we are magically assisted. Um, <laughs> so, uh, just, in the meantime... Abathy and company, magically assisted. Magically yes. assisted. Absolutely. Um, the weave was harmed in the creation of this <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just perchance, do you have any other, um, outfits with you? that you just happen to have on you, like spare sets of clothing or anything. I'm capable of sewing multiple pairs of clothing into the same pair of clothing. Oh. Into the same set. Um, so well, you I- You can switch them out in the future. I mean, I just have my normal, like, 
like a like a normal like a just a plain tunic i'll cobble something together it'll be fine i have your measurements and i can throw i can whip some quick do you have any preference give me a theme you can choose up to four themes other than um uh yeah i can uh, sew five clothing okay imagine one set of clothing that i then sew four other sets of clothing into it uh all right uh well i suppose uh uh, uh i mean i suppose we're making a, a, a more formal wear yep formal wear a, a casual casual uh Business casual. Uh, yeah, sure. Business casual. That sounds great. And I, I suppose a, a sailing outfit would actually also be very oh, yeah. beneficial. Okay, sailing casual. So like a, are you, like a question, work. are you like a full bodysuit person or are you more of a shorts guy? Uh, Bro, I Catherine mean, a romper. <laughs> I imagine Catherine would be more of a shorts guy than a full bodysuit guy. I do think that you have the surfer down, but body would just fantastic. a jumpsuit that would be so good uh, and then uh just a request could i have just free reign on the final outfit great that i trust uh, you on this implicitly that's a dangerous move to make and you will learn more in the future um well go now i must work my my magics right go be free Hugh Abenthe's uh, sewing montage. I start just <laughs> levitating <laughs> as light and strings like emanate from my body. For some reason, you do hear like the sounds of like a workshop of like of like a hammer like hitting nails and like a saw blade and just you see dance dance revolution arrows rising. Perfect. You hear from his room. Yes, yes, rise. And he's like, it's like witchcraft. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Sick. Uh, well, symbol. That's a thing that I do say. I also snap at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, while Abenthe is um, creating those, um, Ed- Edward is uh, off. Catherine, would you like to do anything? Um. Ooh. Well. Uh. I mean, I suppose in a somewhat distance uh, manner he would attempt to, to I, I mean I assume we're getting towards like the end of the day I imagine when this is happening yeah 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 um, he would uh, you know try to check in with like Renaya make sure you know that you know see how she's doing with everything going on but then also check I'm in I'm suddenly not feeling good <laughs> yeah yeah right uh, and but then also checking in with Melora, maybe after she's gotten settled a little bit more and kind of had some time to herself just to make sure that she's doing okay. okay. Um, role play, role play, role play. I, I mean, if if the DM feels it necessary to role play, I'm fine with that. However, like he's also we have plot to get to. Like, like the well, the well, and and he also Cather feels it necessary to like give some distance. So. Yeah he would really only want to try and have those kind of conversations if she instigated and felt it was clear that she was kind of ready to even begin to talk to him, to her yeah, apparently ex-boyfriend. Her like, who hey, it's Cather, and she's like, go away. Well, he wouldn't even quite do that. Like, if he if he like knew that like she was in her room, he would just be like, okay, I'm just... Is you know, the door open? No, I'm no. going to leave. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, that sounds cool. very Cather. It's cool. Perfect. Um... You guys go about your day. You 
get uh, at some point uh Aventy finishes the clothes over the course of the rest of the day yes. so you guys get your new clothes you get the ship weave um nice. the whole nine yards it's awesome it's incredible workmanship man you uh, just you just i just have to think and it changes um yes i will actually describe a little bit because i i made i made it for edward i also made one for melora as well and Renaya. um all of them have the color schemes of your of are of your own choice with some flair that matches kind of your kind of aesthetic and what you're looking for. But they all do have somewhere on the outfit, there is uh, an emblazoned, um, it appears to be a poker chip with FG on it. Mm-hmm. So for it's the epaulette for mm-hmm. um, uh, Cather. Yeah. Um, there's kind of a, a sash-like belt um, I will say Cather's outfit, because I, I haven't thought through what Edwards would look like. Cather's is very, um, almost like a military uniform mm-hmm. in some. It has like a uh, a long coat, uh, like buttons down the side. One of the yeah. sleeves is cut short though on the right side to give it a bit of a flare um, with the epaulette uh, pauldron on the other. Um, and then the other shift weave stuff is as we go. And then the fifth one is just a skin tight leotard. Um, like, just like basically like a wrestling outfit, but like full like Mardi Gras. Nice. Awesome. Um, <laughs> like colorful. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is. There is. There are feathers. Purple and green. Uh, like colors. Full they, on it wrestling looks, outfit. It looks incredible. Um, now, would Catherine ever wear it? No. no. Sounds good for but a banquet, though. If you ever did get if, drunk, if <laughs> yeah, if Cather ever got drunk and wanted to make his his like starring rookie performance in the WWE after Absolutely. he retired from adventuring, that's what saying, he would wear. This is a this is a thing. I guarantee you, at some point in time in this campaign, I will find a way to bring this into relevance. <laughs> and I, I hope you nice. do. I have plotted for this. I'm ready. Um, I also made um dresses for the girls to the style that they desire very elegant mm-hmm. um i don't entirely know melora's uh, desire so I, I i asked her while i was getting measurements and stuff yeah but uh it would it would align with what she wants probably a bit more casual a bit more toned down not as regal ball gown dressing yeah not um, quite very more, simple very um not yeah, quite freedom of elaborate movement. yeah exactly. um it actually that one it is it, it is more of it has like pants it's not a full dress like it goes off to the sides and then there is uh like a like legging set to it uh nice. and there is a way to conceal the bow um <laughs> so yeah cool. that's Very that's nice. what uh Abedi spends his time doing <laughs> beautiful um you guys uh, get the shift weaves you try them on you try it out um but at this point um, you would have had uh, dinner, um, you would have talked, you would have hung out. Um, and so we'll go ahead and say that you guys um, make your way to your individual guest rooms um, where you guys are going to be staying. Eventually, you each find rest of some sort. Maybe. maybe. Aventy does sleep as a kid. Good. It was no, no levels of exhaustion. Nope. Uh, and you each level up. Oh, Let's go! That's what we're here for. Very nice. That's all we care about. Yeah, you yes. guys each level up. Yes. Uh, Let's go. So 
We're actually going to go ahead and go over to our break real quick. Um, let you guys level up over the break. Um, we'll be back in like 10 or 15 minutes. Um, and we'll let them uh, kind of figure things out before we keep going. And we are back. For the um, most part. For the most part, yeah. We're we're hobbling our way through this episode. Uh, Grant, unfortunately, had to leave really quick. Um, he had an emergency pop-up. And so he had to take off really fast. So just so everybody's aware, we'll probably cut this episode short um, since we're missing a couple of players as well. Um, but we are going to kick back off where we were Show at. You guys go on. You guys awake. A little stronger, a little faster. Yeah. A little, a little hardier. And you basically have the rest of the day to kind of do whatever the two of you want before the banquet this evening. I Is there anything specifically you'd like to do? Was that? I kill, kill I kill Abathy. I must be the last party member standing. I'm down. <laughs> I'm and ready to I, go. And then I bring him back. PvP. Wow. Abathy has the right to refuse that. <laughs> That's up to him. I, uh, I, 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 actually have a, I have a magic item that prevents my death. Uh, if I'm not to zero, well, unless you kill me outright. I mean, you said you said you needed to 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 talk to the gods of death, so. That is true, but I need to be able to have leverage of the fact that I'm still alive. <sighs> it's sure. a bummer, but... You know. So, is there anything you guys would like to do over the course of this day? Before the banquet? Uh, just... Probably do some training. You and Kimura train. Nice. Yep. But I suppose I should... Uh... I'm good, dog. I'm ready to get my banquet on. I was gonna say, I, th I think we're both ready to get some dancing, get some, get some orcish dancing up in here. Heck yeah! Um, yeah, your day goes by pretty uneventfully. You guys um, go about different things. Um, uh, Abinthy, you work on some of your spells. You pull some uh, uh, arcane energy into your mana crystals. Oh yeah. Uh, Cather, you train with Kiyomura. Um, you maybe talk to Melora a little bit. Not really. She's kind of giving you the cold shoulder at the moment. Um, but evening does come and the workshop area has been transformed into a small banquet hall. We're talking about 20, 25 people here, um, including yourselves. So very, very small group of people um, here to celebrate. Uh, you have the members of Fates Gambit, you have Kiyomura, you have uh, Wisteria, you have Adelar, um, you have a number of other um, assistants to Adelar who um, helped with this project throughout its phases. Um, you have Vivian Redwood, who uh, is obviously there representing um, the Order of the Chosen. And it's, it's a party. You know, there's music, there's live music, there's dancing, um, there's drinks, there's um, uh, roasted pig and pork and side dishes. There's um, bone marrow and toast. There's yes. wine. Um, yes. And yeah, it's a, it's a grand old party. Um, what would you guys like to do? Party. I feel like, I feel like, Apathy is actually pretty restrained. He has a lot of an on his mind right now. He's he's going through all of the different like things that he has to gather and favors that he has to call in and potential gods of death that he has to fight <laughs> to the death, which is definitely not in his favor. Mm -hmm. um, so he's he's just kind of 
He's he's gotten himself a glass of Pinot Noir that he sadly hasn't touched because it's a fantastic vintage. Um, <laughs> how how dare he try to consume it? I know it's devastating. Abanthi will regret this later. He'll actually probably regret this now and then and then and is choosing still decision. to not do anything. Yeah, um, yeah. He's he's kind of just off thinking to himself awkwardly. Oh probably too close to people who are not thinking to themselves, but he doesn't realize that he's, like, upsetting the mood. Yeah, you just sat down at a random table, and they were all lively and chipper, and you sat down, and they all kind of look at you, and you think they might have asked you a few questions, but you have not said a word to any of the people here, and so they've kind of just turned away from you and started talking amongst themselves. Yeah, definitely. Cather, what are you doing? Hmm. Uh, well, Cather is taking the opposite approach, I think, of Abanthi in dealing with the stresses that he currently has. Okay. Um, so at first, he probably would, did something similar to Abanthi. He, you know, went to the bar, had, you know, got some sort of nice drink uh, just to kind of relax uh, for a little bit. Um, after a little while, like, uh, <laughs> he kind of got bored of just sitting there and staying there and like, mm-hmm. like driving himself insane with all the things that are running through his head. So uh, he started. Uh, I well, I imagine he started because I imagine for the most part it's just been people dancing on the, on, on their own. But he, Cather would start some sort of like, uh, I mean I don't want to say country line dance because that doesn't really exist in here in this fantasy world, I imagine. But he does do, like, the equivalent of, like, a folk dance with, like, he, like, starts a folk dance with, like, a large group of people. I mean, there's also you, traditional, uh, like, line dancing. I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember the name of it. But, yeah, like, same. I don't, evil... I don't remember. Teach and I did actually English used to do English country it. dancing? Yeah, something similar to English country dancing, sure. Um, okay. but yeah, he, do, he does that. Oh, um, yeah, you get, like, 15 of the 25 people here dancing with you um so you got a good crowd going mm-hmm. um music's playing and <laughs> uh, at some point they play um cotton eye joe oh yeah classic <laughs> abanthi almost gets up from the they... seat for that one yeah no, <laughs> foot loose all of it all of it you know uh at after partially start uh, after the like a couple dances have begun part way through one of the dances when a partner change uh would happen uh cather would offer his hand towards melora actually um she doesn't take it no she she she, uh (sighs) she uh she looks at you and goes no way and then goes and dances with someone else well hey i had to try yeah. <laughs> you see um, Abanthi over at the table hold up a second glass of Pinot Noir. <laughs> <laughs> he he kind of makes a, a toasting gesture before actually going back to the dance, just kind of just still in, in stepping in rhythm. Is that for me? You look ah, up and you see yeah. Wisteria Vale um, standing kind of close to you. I mean, I'm not sure where I got it, so it certainly could be. I have a spare seat next to me. I, I could have sworn that there were other people at this table when I sat down. I but think your cold shoulder shooed them off. <laughs> Nothing about my shoulders are cold. Might I sit with you? Oh, of course. Have a seat. Um, um, she sits. She takes the other glass. 
you know, I don't actually really like wine. That is devastating. I don't think we can be friends. That's well, serious tell for me, you know. Perhaps if that's the case, then I will start taking a liking to it. Oh, fantastic. Well, it's... it's a, did you... I, I assume you didn't because you don't like wine. But whoever chose this specific vintage, fantastic choice. I haven't actually tried it, but I can smell... It's almost like a worn leather uh, aromatic to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a I love Aaron, who doesn't sweetness. drink, trying to describe alcoholic flavors. But I'm just saying, it's, a, it's very unlike a Cabernet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you with know my list up to the side of wine turns. <laughs> yeah, excellent with some grilled salmon. I was uh, hoping to get your opinion on something, actually. By all means. I have many opinions, and I'm willing to share every single one of them. What do you think of the ritual? What aspect of it? I suppose that's a fair question. How about the ethics? I mean, people have been bringing people back from the dead um, since uh, Grandfather Mortis. I don't know if necessarily... um, this has too many ethical differences from that. Um, are you talking about ethics towards whom or what? Like for the person casting the spell, the person being revived, or the gods who may be offended by it? I do not care about the gods who are offended. Ah, yeah, cheers. But I do worry about perhaps public opinion. People are going to be fearful that this will be abused. I mean, it will be. Place. I almost guarantee you that the moment that this information is uh, at all released or leaked to the public, it will be horribly abused and cause many terrible things to occur. It is a lot easier to find relics of evil people than good. That is true. I've got, like, 19 in storage, like, right now. Oh, do you? So perhaps me sharing the details of this ritual... It's a little late now. But besides, there's um, other far better targets, hopefully. Like who? I'm not going to tell you. I don't think you're worthy of it. What if I, and she slides the glass of wine over to it, give you that? Just one glass. I don't think that'll be enough. (laughs) You do not have to tell me. I don't want to pry. I do love sharing secrets. It's one of my favorites. I I like to say that I'm very tight-lipped about them, but when they're my secrets, then they're mine to share. Do you want to share a secret with me? I would like to make you feel bad about it. What does that mean? The person that I'm seeking to resurrect is someone that perhaps it wasn't necessarily direct, but it is your fault they're dead. Or your people's fault. Over the course of my lifetime, there are many whose death is at my fault. 
Their death is the reason that I became the mage to Havara's Hill. Well, that's rather fascinating. So someone close to you. Very. Someone very innocent and very kind. And how is her death my fault? There was a camp. Um, a neutral healer's camp. Slightly behind Avaris's front lines. Um, we were, had notified both sides, informed everyone of our location. But the executioners still came. Whether or not it was your orders or someone else's, they were your people. Perhaps they feared that more of Avarice's soldiers were in our camp than of yours. I... I never gave an order. That was the point of the executioners. They were independents. They didn't need orders, they just knew what needed to be done. Nonetheless, I, I created them. Yes, how did you do that? Hmm. The enforcers were uh, simply an experiment, um, a way of, of making flesh a catalyst for arcane energy. Um, it was temperamental, it was chaotic, it was wartime magic, it was desperate. Everyone who signed up and joined, they were all volunteers, thankfully, but they all knew that they were signing up to die. It's not something I wish to do again. Good. We lost the war, and I intend to move forward. Good, because as much as I regret um, that I am absolutely at fault for you losing said war, trust me, I have no wish for Avarice to be in any form of power. Given the circumstances, I would do it again, as many times as it took. I as, do not regret that. As would I. Good. So we're in agreement. Yes, apparently. You're very being very amical about this. I'm surprised. I have lived many lifetimes, and I have found that it is better to admit one's fault and try to move forward than to create enemies needlessly. Creating enemies needlessly is kind of my motif. It's what I do. So. Well, I hope you and I do not have to be enemies. Uh, we'll still have to wait and see. I, one of the few things that still garners my will to live is spite, so I hold on to a grudge. Um, who knows? We'll see. If I can succeed in my task and bring her back, then I'm truly the only one at fault. So... 
the deaths of your executioners are on my hands alone, and I have nothing to be spiteful about, then I will forgive you. Perhaps. We'll see. I'm still rolling it about. I would have to think it through a little bit, but if you wish to have help with your venture, I have one that you could be of assistance to as well. Perhaps we could be a mutual benefit to each other. How would you seek to help me? Well, the ritual requires rather difficult components. I assume that whoever this is, you could provide the personal item, but I am currently in possession of the soul cage, and I do know of a location to find more Vasperites. They're dangerous and difficult. Who would you have me help? A rather old friend of mine. Um, old friend. One who died long ago. Oh. Are we bringing was... them back too? I'm sorry, what? Are we bringing them back too? That would be my desire. You bring back your old friend, I bring back mine. Yes, blood for blood, flesh for flesh. Eye yes. for eye, tooth for tooth. For a certain extent, I don't like per se, that's understanding of that phrase. You know, I don't want to be spiteful or vengeful, but I do want to- Hammurabi's Code is one of my favorite adjudications. That's right, I'm pulling out some thick words tonight, baby. Fair enough is my response. (laughs) (laughs) But if I don't, you know, I don't want to rush your decision or force anything upon you, but if you are interested... Could I have a name? The name is Clover. And perhaps a spelling. K-L-O-V-A-R. Does that ring any bells, DM? Um, make a history check. I will be sure to do that once I click on the correct page. Haha. <laughs> By the way, I rolled a five, well, a three on the die for my health. So my health is up to 90. Woo! History could be better, but not by a whole lot. My history is, oh, my history is pretty thick. That's a 28. Okay. <laughs> um, the name doesn't immediately ring any bells. Um, one thing that you do get from it is um, uh, the nature of it. Um, how do I explain this? Clovar has a certain uh, like cultural kind of vibe to it. You mm-hmm. can tell that it's Vesht in nature, the name, uh, which is very, very old. Age of Pandemonium old. Um, yeah. But that's basically all you know about this. That is an old friend. Yes, very old. He unfortunately was taken during the age of pandemonium, but I believe he could be 
a brilliant help to me and to us. Can I, can I just real? Because I'm I'm a suspicious person. Can I roll an insight to check to see if she's like, if this if this is like a good thing? Like, does, do, do I think that she thinks that I would think that this is a good thing? Do I think that she thinks that I would think that this is a good thing? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. I ruled a natural one. So I'm like, my other... She seems to have known him. to me. Um, she seems to have known him well. Um, she seems to genuinely miss him. Um, but otherwise, eight. you have... You know, with that eight... For all you know, he could have been a small child. You know, you know. This really seems crazy. legitimate. Yeah. Uh, that sounds fair to me. I have ways to get around um, the use of Vasperite, but it certainly would speed up the process. All right. Well, uh, like I said, there's not a lot of it. So I guess that's one of the beauties of this ritual is that it cannot be performed unlimitedly. Yes. It would be a very serious problem if you could just mass scale resurrect just like willy nilly. I do like to think that I don't directly try to become a god. But we'll we'll see. But if you are interested, feel free to let me know. Otherwise, um... Oh, I'm in. I think five glasses of Pinot Noir in. I am fully in the right mind to make this decision and I'm not at all tasked with tormented thoughts. So absolutely, 100% agree, gives me something to do. I'll take your help, whatever you need. Uh, What would you like me to do for um, your friend, Provar? Well, uh, as I said, I can provide the expensive components. It's the personal personal effects. It's the personal effect that's rather dangerous, or not dangerous, but difficult to get a part of. Um, I'll be honest, I uh, I thought you hated me, so I wasn't uh, wasn't fully prepared for you to say yes. But allow me some time to to do some research and figure out what might be a good way of going about this, and I will inform you of what I need. Yes, I can do an arcane search in my spare time too, just to. Uh, see if I can help out, out a bit. Um, but no, I wouldn't say that I hate you specifically. I'm still very upset. But as I said, theoretically, if this all works and goes down perfectly, then I will have no reason to be upset anymore and all of my problems will be set straight. So, well, 50% of my main problems will be set straight. I should Which say. Which is, that rounds up. If I was put back in that situation, I would do it again. Over Fine. and over and over again. But I am sorry about whoever she is. Her I name hope- was Talanashita. And her life was worth more than your soldiers, the executioners, and every person who lives in this little veil of yours. To me, at least. My regards about Talanasha. And she like clinks her glass before uh, standing and uh, 
I think they started up Cotton Eye Joe again. You should really get in. (laughs) The song is almost as old as you are. (laughs) Um, Would you like to do anything else, either one of you, throughout the banquet? I drink, like, four more glasses. Nice. I am uh, Abinthi gets hammered. I am absolutely plastered by the end of (laughs) I've started just crafting tiny little dolls. (laughs) <laughs> of like random people like they're like only they're like an inch tall nice <laughs> they're just, they're just like the, the voodoo doll I'm trying to like throw them into people's drinks <laughs> like I'll make a doll of the person and then try to throw it into their drink while they're dancing you have created quite the little circle of empty space around you as people are very much avoiding you at this point um, I wish to be alone the party goes by um at one point, Wisteria Vale does give a small toast, um, thanking everybody's hard work, um, thanking um, Faint's Gambit for joining us, thanking um, Vivian uh, Redwood for um, being able to be here and represent the Order of the Chosen. Um, but eventually the night does wind down before eventually Cather. You're dancing, and you're hanging out, you're chilling, you're doing whatever, before eventually uh, you close your eyes for almost a second too long, and a brief flash of a vision goes behind your eyelids. Oh, I did not expect this. It's just a brief image uh, at the feet of the statue of Venonatus. Um you see Atrasil waiting for you. Okay. Great. What would you like to? Um, now, remind me, DM, this, like, Statue of Venonatus is, like, the one that's, like, in Wisteria Vale, right? Yep. That's, like, the... Because he's, like, the god yep. of the weave or whatever. Venonatus yeah. is, yeah, the prime deity of the... I could beat him up. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um... Don't yeah, worry about Abanthi. After, casts, yeah, no, he's not worried about Abanthi at all. He casts a um, gushing dome, and it just in the middle of the dance hall. After, yeah, after he kind of <laughs> gets, asleep. after this image kind of appears you in his head, create a bubble in the middle of the um, dance hall to avoid people. My tiny hut, he and it's will, bright pink. <laughs> he will um, kind of pause, and whoever happens to be the the partner he's dancing with. Um, mm-hmm. he'll kind of take their hand and give a slight bow before uh, stepping out of the de- of the hall. Mm-hmm. You step out of the hall. Um, it's cool. It's a cool night. Um, but as you have been to and from this building many times, you know that there is, uh, that you're on a massive floating uh, rock in the sky. Um, you can see right now, this rock rests at about chest level with Venonatus. Uh, but if you look off the edge, you can see that there is the plateau that the statue is built upon. Uh, there's kind of a big old massive foundation and pedestal uh, on top of the plateau. You can't see Atrosil, um, mm-hmm. but you can assume that you have to get there right. somehow. Um, uh, you do know that there are the claws, which are the flying manta rays. Uh, uh-huh. You're not really quite sure how to summon one of them. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cast Fine Steed. Oh. Wait. Uh, and just, um, yeah. I'm just gonna, yeah, I'll just summon an, uh, 
large, uh, like just uh, an eagle. You summon uh, your eagle, eagle. Uh, mount it, and begin making your way down. You make your way before landing at the base of this um, temple. And you can see that the foundation is actually um, kind of like an Acropolis type temple, um, very like Temple of Athena-esque where it's all the pillars and it's hollow on the inside. Um, and there's um, a single brazier in the center with this um, arcane purple flame um, uh, constantly burning. And you can see standing not too far away from that brazier um, is what looks to be a woman. Um, slightly cloaked, but the the defining feature is the large straw hat, the large rice hat, um, sitting at the top of her head. Uh, is she like her? Is her back facing me or? Yeah. Okay. Um. As as he lands and begins to approach, uh, he says, "Well, I suppose the night sky isn't quite as beautiful." as in the small fields of a town, but they are still beautiful. As he kind of stands next to her. Uh, and I as to that. you. Thank you. That's very kind. Um, before we get started, Drew, mm -hmm. I need to just roll before a d4. Before we get started. I did, well, I'm sorry, I, I need to roll a d4? Yeah. What does that mean? This will determine how many rounds it'll take before Malora, sh Malora shows up and absolutely headshots her. Like, just a <laughs> on. Why do I need to roll a d4, DM? That's awesome. Is it because I absolutely predicted what is about to happen? No. Honestly, actually, it's probably is it's it's probably how long it will take a, a fate an arc fate to show up to try and murk her. Mm. So before Melora, <laughs> uh, I rolled a three DM. Okay, that's good. Check my notes here. Okay, what what the heck does this mean? Three means a meteor falls from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> the statue of Venus just comes to life and crushes you. Guys. Yes. Uh, okay. Katha, you asked me a question a couple of days ago. Yes, about the chrysalis and Zariel. Or, or right? Zestari. Zestari, that's, right. that's the one, not Zariel. Sorry. I'm concerned about this ritual. Like the, like the one we just did. Yes. Oh, great. I was right. As predicted, and um, I would hope would be understood, this ritual is very dangerous. Okay. Not only does the components needed to, to even perform the ritual incredibly dangerous to acquire, If this ritual were to fall into the wrong hands, it could be terrible. Right. So, be careful. But, 
I'm nervous because I wasn't wasn't always like this. Aaron. Aaron. Go on. There was a time where I was much different. Oh. Oh. Oh, I have an idea now. I'm sorry. Keep going. I can't keep going, though. Because you've gone through your three rounds. As she's saying this. Oh, oh God. What do you mean three you rounds? You blew it. That was 18 seconds, dude. As she's saying this, you uh, have come to... You're looking at her, and she's looking at you. You look past her for a second, and you see on the plane... Zestari? <laughs> you do see Zestari. Oh, God! No! <laughs> Standing... Uh, just on the outside of the Acropolis. Um, just standing there. Uh, you see her as the moonlight kind of glints off of her kind of rose gold armor um, that almost uh, organically flows around her with her uh, crown of um, kind of like sunlight beams um, resting on her forehead and the massive sword that you very vividly remember impaling Melora. Yep, uh, I do. I sure do. There. You see her. What would you like to do? I mean, if I see her, this I'm, I'm pulling out my sword. Okay. Right? I mean, like, is she, is, she, is she brandishing her sword? Oh, yeah, her sword's out. She's just standing there kind of wait, almost like she wants you to notice her. She's waiting for you um, to look Okay, her. well... I mean, I will step to be parallel, like side by side with with Atrisil, but like facing Zestari, and kind of Cather himself will kind of put a hand on his the hilt of his sword. Um, uh, before you saying, should go. um, you uh, should go, <laughs> leave, shut up. <laughs> You can call her later. <laughs> yeah, and then what happens when she just kills me? Oh, we're scary. Atrisil, Cather, you know, this is a relationship test right here. Uh, he'll kind of speak out and say, and why might you be here? Go away. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I just chuckles. That is none of your concern. Um, and she takes a step forward into the Acropolis. At this point, you notice in your peripheral vision on either side of you, also entering in from the, the toe and the foot, you see two other Arcfey. Oh, great. There's three One of them. You recognize. <laughs> Um, as Traveron, the massive, um, spined, horned, gorilla-like creature. Okay. Uh, Wonderful. And then on the other side, across from him, opposing him. So to your left is Traveron. Right in front of you is Zestari. Uh -huh. You see uh, another, um, another creature, one that you haven't met before, one that you don't recognize. Um, kind of Minotaur-esque in their nature. Um, they have. Um, hind legs that come off of a horizontal body 
but the front legs of what would be kind of the horse half of them um, are uh, hand-like in nature. They're not hoofed legs, but they have hands and claws before the torso comes up off of uh, the front half um, with uh, these long um, kind of vine-like spindly arms that come down and see these natural claws. Um, her face kind of looks like, um, almost like she's wearing like a bark mask with these kind of spines that come up and off of the uh, back of her head with this mane of uh, bright red kind of ginger hair kind of coming off the back and down her back a little bit and spreading across um, the torso of her. Um, so you see these three uh, Arcfey. Great. Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. <laughs> You're not here. I have no way to put contact me, anyone. I'm telling you to put me in. I I would love to. I would love oh, to have... Oh, surely Wisteria knows that this is going on. This is her city. They all begin stepping forward. Um, you turn around to go leave, to try and find an escape. Well, I mean, I wouldn't leave unless Atrisil leaves. Yeah, well, at this point, Atrisil has um, kind of thrown back her cloak. She has both of her swords out, and she's also looking around, quickly realizing that this is a very, very bad situation. Yeah, no, this, yeah, this is very bad. Uh, you turn to kind of examine, and you do see a fourth and final Arc Fae coming up from behind you. This Dad? one, uh, a... A uh, large owl-like figure, um, almost kind of like the uh, the guy who manages the temple, the library in oh, Avatar. Well. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. So much of that, except uh, 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 kind of a more like a snowy owl, um, very white with speckles, okay. uh, and somehow almost having kind of like a mane of feathers coming around to frame its face, rather than the smooth neck that. It okay. Okay. Has. Okay. All right. You have these four arc fists surrounding you. Yep. Uh... What are you gonna do, Cather? Well, that's a great question. In theory, okay, in theory, probably all these people can fly, right? That's probably a thing. At least the owl can. Um, Atrosol will turn to you. Katha, you need to leave now. Not without you. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I can't just leave you to die. He throws you like a football. <laughs> Uh, at this point, the uh, two on the sides, Trevoron and the Minotaur S creature, both begin to charge forward. Oh, well, um, I mean, I'm gonna roll initiative for me. Great. Okay, I was just gonna say. I, th- I mean, and you leave me out of everything. He would, uh, yeah. Like as as they were, you know, kind of talking, he would pull out his sword, but I, we'll get to that, I guess. Uh, no. ah. Oh boy, ah, I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know why you would be scared. This doesn't seem like a very scary situation, uh, personally. <laughs> like if I were if I were to give it a name, I, uh, scary now. Abinthi is out. Party. I am so upset like. that I'm not here for this. <laughs> oh, okay. That's actually not the worst initiative role on the planet for me. Um, probably still going to be last because I'm fight, fighting for Arkfey. Uh huh. And I don't get to have any fun. Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> Wisteria Vale better wake me up. Oh my god. You know? What'd you get? You're like, yo, dude, you gotta go uh, get your mans. I got I got a twelve. <laughs> Am I going last, DM? 
<laughs> oh boy, this is uh, really, really bad. Oh wait, actually, let's just look at something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, with the four of these creatures coming in, they begin to charge forward. Uh-huh, yep. At that moment, as they come charging come in, you see two small flashes of light come beyond on. the Acropolis. Beyond? On the outside. One behind Zestari, and the other off to uh, your left behind Traveron. Okay. You see two familiar faces oh, okay. arrive from this beam of light. You see Malice Gah! in his full armor. Ooh, okay. Here behind Zestari and immediately go in and just like bear hug her before suplexing her <laughs> out of the Agrobolips. You see the other familiar face of Malkuma who helped. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's Malice. the one who, like, he that's made the one. armor, right? Uh, yeah, he's the one that's in the sick armor with the, the crescent blades. Yeah. Here um, on the other side, and they begin charging forward. With these three gods defending themselves against the four Arc Fae, we're going to go ahead and end. No, 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 no. Oh. Hold, no, no, hold on. Yeah, hold yeah, on. Yeah. Look, oh, yeah, I know, you can't I know we're missing two, in a two people right now. <laughs> But I'm just saying, couldn't we go for like, I don't know, like the first round of combat just to see what happens? I'm fine if we end, no. but no. can can I get a guarantee that I get to participate in some manner? Oh, yeah, Aaron, you can show oh, up. Okay, whenever. that's, oh, I would I'm like to show up now. You. Now, please. Uh, hey, Aaron, <laughs> you feel in your bones. You're like, my divine sense <laughs> is tingling. <laughs> there are gods here. You look out one of the windows and you can see at the base of the statue of Veninatus, uh, seven, well, you know, I, twelve to seventeen foot creatures. I like that to are imagine clashing. I like to and imagine you, you see Cather just <laughs> trying to figure out how to not get crushed like an ant in the crossfire. No offense, Cather, you can defend yourself, but at the moment, this is like guerrilla warfare with literal beings that control the cosmos. Well, yeah, oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, yeah, like, Cather, you look out over the cityscape, you're like, is there a way out? You look back towards the, the like dance hall that we were at, and you just see a like a comical dust cloud, and at the front of it, Apathy has just <laughs> hiked up his robes. I do like He's to imagine, sprinting. I do like to imagine, like, Apathy didn't, it didn't sense the presence of, of the gods, but he did sense the presence of like massive amounts of, of magic being used to transport godlike beings oh, yeah. to the material. That's yeah. really what it was. You, you had a tingle in the weave, you're like, whoa. Something the big. weave rippled and it full on flipped me over onto my back. I was like, ah. <laughs> we are sorry that we're going to end um, very early tonight. Unfortunately, we lost Grant. Um, hopefully, yeah. he's doing well for um, the emergency that he had to take off for. Um, but we love you guys. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate you dealing with the fact that we also have lives and that we can't be here every single day. But we hope that you guys have a great rest of your night. Um, now you have a little time. All of you kids can go to bed early now. That's good. That's good. Sleep is good. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week to see what the heck happens as 
Catholic gets crushed. Yes, Ho- hopefully we'll talk more about this die. on Thursday because we'll be back because right. last week yeah. was Thanksgiving. This week there's no holiday. So <clears throat> straight up, we'll be there. I I will be. I don't know about we, uh, but I'll I, be there. Table scraps at 1:30 CST. Talk about this episode, all the crazy nonsense that went down. Uh, Try to give you some more updates about what is going on with the paper dungeon, (laughs) and then probably end up talking about something real dumb like Twilight or how taunt should be a a status and mechanic in Dungeons and Dragons, something (laughs) like that. Um, So check us out on Thursday at 1:30 p.m. CST. Uh, It's going to be absolutely fire, and it's a fun time that we hang out and talk, and you can ask us questions, and that's cool so awesome well with that being said good luck and godspeed dungeoneers we will see you next time have a great night bye-bye thank you for watching the paper dungeon podcast for more content check out our youtube twitch and tiktok at the paper dungeon or check out our socials on instagram and twitter for fun DD talk and updates on the show check out our discord with all that said good luck and godspeed We'll see you next time, Dungeoneers.